I'm Dr. Rob Whitfield, the board certified plastic surgeon specializing in explant surgery. Breast implant illness is a topic that is not often talked enough about, especially in the medical community, but is something that affects many women. In this podcast, I'll be discussing the latest research, treatment options, and personal stories of women who have undergone explant surgery in an effort to heal breast implant illness. In this podcast, we'll explore the symptoms of breast implant illness and delve into the latest surgical techniques for explantation and the recovery process. Whether you are currently experiencing breast implant illness or are considering explant surgery, this podcast is a valuable resource for anyone looking to take control of their health and wellness. So let's dive in. Before we get started today, I wanted to tell you about a way you can speed your healing and to begin reverse aging in your body. Reducing inflammation is especially important for women with breast implant illness. In fact, one of the most important pre-explant surgery steps we take is to get rid of as much inflammation in the body as possible. So I've created a special inflammation support bundle to give you everything you need to reduce inflammation as quickly as possible. Don't let inflammation hold you back. Visit drrobsolutions.com now and grab the inflammation support bundle today. Again, you can get it at drrobsolutions.com. Hey everyone, it's Dr. Whitfield and welcome back to my podcast, Breast Implant Illness with Dr. Whitfield. Today we're going to talk about toxicity. Everybody has heard me discuss genetics and how I feel it's very compelling to understand your own genetics and how you detoxify. Genetically, we all have the ability to detoxify through sweating, breathing, going to have a bowel movement, and then urinating, of course. These are governed mainly by the liver and kidneys and obviously our lungs with breathing. Ultimately, it boils down to you know what our liver and our kidneys can handle. So when I get patients who are relatively ill, and once again, breast implant illness to me is really chronic inflammation. The breast implant is a component of that chronic inflammatory process within that given person. A genetically can manage their detox, where they live, the air they breathe, the water they drink, the food they eat. That dictates much of what you will see. So for instance, I grew up in an environment where the groundwater was not good. And so as a kid, I was taught every weekend we'd wash the cars and everybody drink out of the hose, my dad, my brother. And so I just did what everybody else did. And so that groundwater had a lot of arsenic in it, which is very common. Other things can be indicative of where you grew up, like obviously groundwater exposure. If you lived in an area where they sprayed a large amount of insecticides or or pesticides, you would have that potentially in your system. So when I look at my patients and I'm trying to listen to them about what they're experiencing from an inflammatory standpoint. So in the neurologic system, you can have lots of signs of inflammation. And, you know, we've all heard about brain fog. And and so I didn't really understand what brain fog was initially when I was first, a patient first told me about it. So I just asked more questions because I was curious to understand what they perceived as brain fog. And they felt it was difficulty remembering things. So to me, obviously short-term memory loss in a young person or you know anyone is concerning, but especially a person younger with children, that's very disconcerting. That's just an example of how it can affect the central nervous system of the brain, the peripheral nervous system, and you can have neuropathic pain and everything, extremities, you can have restless leg syndrome. And then as you walk it down, your nose and throat, you can have dry eyes, you can have a cough, you can have difficulty swallowing. As you get into the respiratory system, shortness of breath, chest pain, 
pressure, tightness. If you go to the GI tract, I mean, it's all over the place. You can have an upset stomach, like heartburn, reflux. You can have constipation and or diarrhea, you know, bloating, just abdominal swelling, your musculoskeletal system. You can have just aches and pains in the joints and the muscles. You see, ultimately it affects every single system. We'll get back to this show in a moment, but I wanted to share something that I think can really help you. You might not be aware, but part of my work as an innovator in the cosmetic surgery space is to create products that will give my patients the best possible outcomes and restore their health as quickly as possible. I can't tell you how critical it is for all of my patients to actively work to reduce inflammation in their bodies. We do this through diet and supplementation. In fact, I've created a special inflammation support bundle for my patients, and now you can have access to it as well. One of the reasons this bundle is perfect for my patients is that so many of them have pill fatigue. It's just not going to work for them to have a handful of pills each day to reduce inflammation. So I made sure to include the liposomal version of many of the vitamins and minerals within the bundle. You'll still get the full absorption of these supplements in your mouth without having to go through your gut first in order to be absorbed. You can get the inflammation support bundle at drrobsolutions.com and begin to feel better when you make the supplements a part of your daily health routine. The website again is drrobsolutions.com. I can't wait for you to get this help in your hand. So I always want to know how someone detoxifies and I can listen to them for the most part after many, many years of genetic testing of my clients and listening to them and what symptoms they experience. And I can in my head formulate almost how they detoxify. And we have a few things we can do in the office to help back that up. And then I definitely want to get a urine tox test. And this tox test helps identify things like mycotoxins, heavy metals, and environmental exposures. So I want to go over one of these with you all so that you understand what I mean. And so the report itself will have a litany of toxins to report. And someone who's got a bad mold exposure may have aflatoxin. There's beta-1, there's aflatoxin M1. Then there's all sorts of other just mycotoxins like ochratoxin. Maybe people have heard of that from aspergillus. Ocratox is actually put into wine. So in the United States, there's no regulation of how much they put in the wine. But in Europe, there is actually a regulation about this. And that's another reason why people will have difficulty drinking wine. And they're particularly sensitive to mold and ocratoxin. Viracurin J is another toxin. And these are just a few of the ones that I commonly see in folks who've been exposed to mold. In Texas, you have to prove to me that you don't have mold, not that I have to prove that you have it. Those are just some examples. Now, I will tell you that I have had patients come in with leaking ruptured devices and have very strange heavy metal reports. And uh, one in particular was concerning on their tox test that was done. And it had aluminum and beryllium and gadolinium and nickel and platinum, tellurium, the other heavy metals that were reported, but just not in high concentrations or heavy metals such as antimony and bismuth and and cadmium, lead, mercury, thallium, thorium, tin, tungsten, uranium. Others like aluminum, beryllium. Oh, I mentioned beryllium initially. So these can all be found in patients. You want to know, okay, why did they live in an area that had it? So they get environmental exposures. There's been a lot written about devices, whether it's hip, knee, breast implants. Can these give you metal exposures? And most of the current thinking is that they, even like a, a knee or a hip implant can give you something called polyware. But these are urine tests. 
In particular, after I explant patients, I see these resolve so that the components from the patient's initial evaluation are different. And it's not that we're doing something that's from a detox standpoint. In fact, in these patients, we're getting these tests before they're actually have participated in our detox program. So we know that the actual intervention of surgery, surgically removing a device really helped in this situation. So on review of someone who's had an explant who had heavy metal exposure, we can see all of it basically resolve for the most part. And in this particular case, it was everything was almost back to a, you know, a baseline, if you will, but beryllium and thorium. Now, it is kind of interesting, and we'll have to dive a little bit deeper into this and look at why would something like that linger? And let's just look at, for example, the thorium. So thorium is used to make welding rods, fire brick, camera, and telescope lenses, gas lantern mantles, and in the ceramics industry. It is also incorporated in metals used in the aerospace industry and nuclear reactors, or I'm sorry, and in nuclear uh, reactions. Thorium is had been used as a contrast agent. And there are all sorts of side effects and symptoms with thorium toxicity, including hematologic, hepatic, and respiratory effects. Some common symptoms of thorium can give you just problems with breathing, can give you pulmonary hypertension and fibrosis. So it goes back to what I said initially, where I like to get this so that I know, you know, in addition to food sensitivity testing, which I think is very valuable, GI maps, which are incredibly valuable, and examining hormones and other blood work, I like the urine toxicity test coupled to genetics to really help clarify what I'm hearing when I interview patients. And then what can we really do? to paint the broadest picture around why patients are experiencing what they're experiencing. And I feel like looking at toxicity is incredibly valuable. And I'll just also say that, you know, when I look at, and I've seen some of the most unusual things, including a triclosan exposure. So triclosan was something initially where I didn't quite, I didn't quite understand how someone can get such a large triclosan exposure. But, you know, when you look at things that are in products, it's important to understand the kind of, from a chemical standpoint, what we exposed to daily. And triclosan is an antibacterial antifungal agent. And it's a bunch of consumer products like toothpaste, soaps, detergents, toys. You get it through skin absorption. It's also found in some antibacterial wet wipes. So, you know, and other things like herbicides, like atrazine and glyphosphates, everybody should understand glyphosphates. Glyphosphates are a systemic herbicide and crop desiccant. It's used to kill weeds, especially broadleaf weeds that can affect crops. So the exposures, you know, we eat the food that had the glyphosphate on it or we breathe it from working around those areas. And you just, you miss 100% of the things you don't look for. So I look for these all the time. I want people to know their genetics, their toxicity profiles or food sensitivities, how their gut microbiome is, as well as their blood work, hormone status. And that helps us paint the broadest picture to better understand and characterize why they're having the symptoms that they're having. It allows us to give them the best possible plans for treatment that include surgery in many instances if they're coming to me for an explant, but these also provide them the best overall plans to get well. All right. Thank you all for joining me today. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found the information and stories shared on this podcast helpful and informative. 
Remember, taking control of your health and wellness is key to recovery from breast implant illness. If you're looking for additional resources and support, be sure to visit our online store, Dr. Rob's Solutions, at drrobsolutions.myshopify.com. You'll find a wide range of wellness products and supplements to support your journey to recovery. From specially formulated detox supplements to personalized skincare products, we have everything you need to aid your recovery. Visit Dr. Rob's Solutions today at drrobsolutions.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Remember, you're not alone in this journey, and together we can overcome breast implant illness. Take care.